You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. A quick thank you to Printful, a sponsor of the show. With Printful, you can sell your designs on custom printed products like clothing, accessories, mugs, wall art, stickers, pillows, and everything in between. No design skills? Their built-in design maker offers templates and clip arts that are free and easy to use. Just connect your e-commerce store, choose from their catalog of over 290 products, and start selling. All of your orders are printed and shipped on demand. So whenever someone makes a purchase, Printful automatically receives their order, makes your product, and ships it all over the world. There are no monthly costs and no order minimums. So you don't have to spend money buying inventory in bulk. Pay only when you get an order. Join the 375,000 customers already using Printful and connect with their 24-7 customer support team in case you have any questions. Sign up at Printful.com today. Hello, hello. So this weekend, I finally got some time to sink my teeth into Shopify's 140-page report about the future of commerce. In case you didn't have the time to read it, well, I'm pretty sure you didn't, It's okay because I wrote down a ton of notes. So I wanted to summarize a handful of things from the report that stood out to me. I personally love this report because it's not just based off interviews. There's plenty of interviews in it. It's based off all the data that Shopify sees through their platform. So Shopify broke things down into three sections, the future of e-commerce, future of retail, and the future of shipping and logistics. They set the stage with some caution, right? There's a lot that's changing in the world. The cost of shipping globally is on the rise. Third-party cookies are becoming obsolete, right? So, you know, that was all good, but I wanted to focus today on the e-commerce section since that's really what this show's focused on. It would take me multiple episodes to get through all three sections. So the main things happening in e-commerce are just the sheer number of brands launching direct-to-consumer. Even though retail stores are opening up again, e-commerce sales aren't slowing down right? But as more and more brands do start and start selling online, you should expect that it becomes even harder to win customer attention. The second main theme is that the cost of digital ads are skyrocketing across platforms. I'm hearing from operator friends that in some cases they're spending three to five times the amount on paid, but getting the same exact amount of traffic as a year ago. So if your brand is 100% reliant on paid, you might be in jeopardy, right? You got to think about how to deepen the relationship with leads and customers and diversify off a paid only strategy. And that's Shopify saying it, not me. I say that all the time. But Shopify recommends that you create a sustainable cake database so you can build awareness with consumers who show interest but aren't ready to buy. <clears throat> Privy. <clears throat> Thank you, Shopify. That was a softball. They're also rightly encouraging everyone to invest in short term performance and retention marketing but also long-term brand building, right? And that makes sense, but they do give a couple good tips for how to diversify. So first thing is that they don't want you to write off tried and true channels, AKA email and text, right? These are two of the most cost-effective ways to nurture relationships and sales. Love that they're calling that out. Two, explore marketplaces for both sales and marketing. It's interesting, right? Marketplaces can be distribution channels, yes, You want to get sales on Amazon or Etsy, they're suggesting you should use your flagship product to satisfy demand there. But then they're suggesting that you try to incentivize shoppers to move over to your site, 
right? Do things like store only offers, put inserts in your, uh, your packages, et cetera. And then lastly, you got to be trying new stuff. There's a huge theme in this report around micro influencers, niche Facebook groups, trying things like discord groups, Slack groups. And then they're even mentioning connected TV ads, TikTok, right? There's lots of emerging channels that brands are seeing success with. And what they're saying is rather than spend a hundred percent of your marketing budget on the thing you did last year, which was paid ads, try shifting some of that to experiment with some of these new channels in 2022. And lastly, recognize that e-commerce is about storytelling, right? So Shopify is encouraging all of us. And I love this because I talk about this a lot too. Revisit your brand story. Why should this person buy from you, right? What are your values? What's your mission? How are you sourcing your products? Who's actually making the product for you? These are the things to reinforce throughout the entire customer journey. Okay, another big theme, and this is the last one I'll wrap with today, was around social commerce. It was interesting to hear this directly from Shopify since so much of their business is around like the website. But I think we'd all agree e-commerce is migrating to social. And video is the key to unlock the power of social commerce. So things like behind the scenes live streams, video consultations with personalized product recommendations, unboxing videos. These are the things that are making waves and moving the needle in social. We're still in the early days of transactions happening inside of social, but Shopify expects things to head that way, right? Which is no surprise since you know they're using their ShopPay product to partner with Facebook and others. They're also making the case that this is already happening in places like China at a much, much faster rate than the US. So the US is likely to catch up. Ultimately, social commerce is about social proof and seamless transaction, right? So building your social presence to get ready for that is gonna be key. At the end of the day, it may be an inconvenience for the buyer to actually leave their social app like Instagram or TikTok to go and make a purchase. So get ready for a world where that happens inside the app. And no surprise, Shopify is also telling us that live shopping is here and making waves. I think back to an interview I did, an episode with Connie from Three Ships Beauty. She's absolutely crushing it on live sales. Video, social, and FOMO all come together in live selling events. So this could be something you explore soon, right? If you're looking for inspiration, we have another customer, Misha Hawaii. She's doing great with live sales and she's taking a pretty simple approach to it. They do two live sales a week they do it on Instagram. So go check them out. It's going to give you all sorts of ideas if you're curious about getting started there. And lastly, think about the funnel on how someone comes from social today and buys on your site, right? That should be a social first funnel. So think about the link in your bio, right? That should be built for social, not just your website. So check out services like Linktree, right? And make sure that you're crafting an experience and page that you're, you're excited about. And this could end up over time being your biggest top of funnel traffic source in the next few years. So the entry from social should feel different than the entry from a Google search, as an example. Anyways, I think that's a good wrap point for today. So Shopify, shout out, amazing, really thoughtful stuff in there. Validate a lot of what we talk about on the show, what we hear from our operators, and certainly gave us a lot to think about about where e-commerce is headed. So if any of this piqued your interest, you just go download the, the report from Shopify's website. It's free. And there's lots of really good examples and techniques for doing that.